1: British virtual-first value-based care company Babylon went from being unknown in the U.S. to managing the total cost of care for more than 100,000 lives in a little more than a year. On today's episode of GIST Healthcare Daily, we hear from the company's chief business officer about Babylon's growth strategy. It's Wednesday, September eighth, and I'm Alex Olgan with GS Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in under ten minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the show. British virtual-first value-based primary care company Babylon went from being nearly unknown in the U.S. to managing the cost of care for more than 100,000 lives in a little more than a year. The company was started in 2013 by healthcare entrepreneur and app maker Dr. Ali Parsa. It grew quickly in the United Kingdom. It started with a small practice in London and then expanded across the country after securing a contract with the National Health Service to provide triage and diagnosis services. The expansion hasn't been without its controversies. Some British doctors raise concerns over the chatbot's accuracy. Babylon also operates in Rwanda and Canada and says it serves more than 24 million people, including in the U.S. In 2020, Babylon made its way into the country, starting with Medicaid and Medicare Advantage populations. Babylon announced plans to merge with a Special Purpose Acquisition Company, or SPAC, to go public by the end of the year, in a deal valued at $4.2 billion. To find out more about the company's growth plans, I spoke with Paul Henry Frand, Chief Business Officer of Babylon. Here is some of our conversation. First, I want to understand what is Babylon? The company offers virtual care and an AI chatbot diagnostic tool. But since the company takes risk with health plans, you're more than just a telehealth company, right?
0: We're no teledoc or Amwell. The way we're differentiating is that uh, those companies are into telemedicine. We think telemedicine is a commodity. Uh, uh, talking to a doctor is one thing, but that's not what we're doing. You know, We're into really getting into all-in-one personalized care so that we take full risk.
1: Given the company's growth in the UK and in Canada, both countries have nationalized healthcare systems, why is Babylon Health expanding in the U.S.?
0: I think there's two reasons. One is it is one of the biggest. It is the biggest, actually, with $3 trillion uh, dollars worth. But the, the, the fundamental characteristics of the U.S., which makes Babylon really suitable here, is that it's a market that's driven by fee-for-service, um, you know, a, 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 a fee-for-service model, which is making the incentive between the payers, providers, and patients quite misaligned. And so, this is why the cost of healthcare is so high here, while access is still not great. And so, we believe that we, Babylon, can help re re engineer the system by shifting the focus from sick care to preventative healthcare.
1: Babylon Health partnered with Missouri-based insurer Centene to serve as a primary care physician through its app to Medicaid patients in southeastern Missouri. And then in March of this year, Babylon acquired two independent physician associations in northern and central California. And now the company manages total cost of care for more than 100,000 Medicare Advantage, Medicaid, and commercial members. What is Babylon's strategy? Why did it acquire these California networks?
0: It's part of a broader strategy of expanding access to our digital first value-based care platform and growing our 50 state network uh, to create better healthcare. Uh, And so what we hope is to make those providers in these IPA evangelists of our value-based care model um, and and using our technology to become uh, even more more efficient. Uh, But more broadly, because not everybody is under an IPA, we are seeking to partner with physicians across the country in order to help them move lives from fee for service to a capitated model. And the fact of the matter is they like that because uh, they can benefit from it. They benefit from it in a couple of ways. They provide their uh, clients or uh, you know, patients with technology uh, that they can actually um, delve into. They can really use our technology with their patients to better understand the conditions of their patients And second, because they're working with us on making the patient more healthy or address uh, their issues as fast as possible so that they can get back on their feet as fast as possible. They're also making them share the savings down the line with us. Broadly speaking, we're not just going after IPAs. We're also trying to partner with physicians across the board.
1: So far, Babylon hasn't acquired physician practices. Is that the next step?
0: You're asking, like, are you acquiring practices? I mean, if a practice wants to be part of Babylon, uh, we'd be happy to do that because we do have our own clinicians and we're building our provider uh, network.
1: So how is it working, say, in the California market? How are you integrating Babylon's telehealth services with the independent physician associations and the health plan?
0: So there's a multitude of consumers in the U.S. who uh, do not have a physician of reference. Okay, uh, believe it or not. And we found that quite striking. And so our first goal is to cater to this group of people so that they can get easy access to an all-in-one personalized end-to-end care at no extra cost. For these ones, it's pretty easy, right? We're, we're getting these um, uh, uh, list of people from the payers because we're into population health uh, and, uh, and, and basically we're onboarding them. Uh, they're able to use our uh, digital tools to really understand much, much better we're collecting 102 data points for each uh, customer, so they understand their health very well. Uh, with that and with those insights, we're able to uh, help them design uh, health health goals. Uh, we're able to deliver personalized care plans, and we're able to help them monitor, you know, their health uh, and also get into in touch with some of our nurses, physicians, and others uh, to make sure that these care plans are well understood and well followed. So. For these people, and when there's an acute care issue and something wrong is happening, then they can contact our our clinician and uh, we'll take care of them. So if you have a doctor of reference, you can call that doctor, okay? No no problem with us. But we're adding a number of uh, value here for that doctor. Number one, as you get on our platform and you get much more insights into your health, this data is shared with your doctor so they can do more with it. Number two, if you want to see a doctor and your doctor is not available, within 30 minutes, you can talk to a Babylon doctor. Uh, And then number three, as you see our doctor, we're going to coordinate everything we have, our information with your doctor to make sure that you have a full continuum of care. Ultimately, why are we able to do this? Because at the end of the day, as we reach out to your doctor, we have the same goal. We want to keep you healthy. Want to get you out of the hospital as quickly as possible. And we're paying ourselves on the savings, uh, reaping from from that, um, uh, from, from the way we're treating you. And so we're also, when we're partnering with physicians, we're sharing those savings with them.
1: I want to better understand Babylon's business model. I saw in a recent investor presentation that in the next three years, the plan is for the company to have margins of something like 30 percent. Savings coming from both reducing primary care and downstream spending. That's different than many other models that say, "Okay, we'll spend more on primary care to reduce downstream costs. So how is Babylon planning to do both to get to those margins?
0: We're doubling down on our primary care. Um, we call it, we prefer to call it all-in-one personalized care uh, a function, which is virtual and physical when it needs to be. We're doubling down on uh, being digital first. And because of that, that allows us to drive personalized insights, minimize the risk, and then or better manage the risk. And second, it allows us to manage the waste downstream and remove you know, a secondary care cost that are, are unnecessary. And that is what is driving our uh, 30% margin. I have to say also that we're so well automated that a third bucket of savings is that our physician on average are 40% more efficient than any physician out there by just by the virtue of using our technology.
1: Given that Babylon's presence in the UK was with more younger and healthier patients, I wanna understand why the company started with some of the more challenging patient populations in the US, Medicaid and Medicare, and whether working with these populations would yield the same savings.
0: Uh, actually, it does. And uh, in the US, we're focusing on Medicaid, Medicare, and uh, commercial with payers. We're also focused on self-insured uh, you know, employers. And so what I believe is going to happen is uh, what happened with social media will happen also with health is that people are going to start using more and more technology to really understand their health, to really make sure they're attending to them, to them and to make sure that they're focused more on preventative healthcare versus then seek uh, care. So... Press 65, what we found is like very easy to reach them with technology. If you take Medicaid, for example, and again, I'm going back to this example of Medicaid in rural areas, usually it takes, you know, when we interviewed a population that we're addressing, they will tell you that to see a doctor, they have to jump in uh, you know into a car and drive 50 miles away to go and see a doctor. Never going to happen, right? And they're waiting also, that's why they're not going to see a doctor, and they're waiting for the worst to happen, and then they go to the hospital. And so when they are in touch with us, like, it's incredible. You're the Uber of of medicine. We can reach you within 30 minutes of having a problem. And you want to talk to us. We're not like other telemedicine companies. Remember that our model is based on the fact that we're going to generate savings down the line. We want people to reach out to us and at no no extra cost, which is unbelievable if you're thinking about it. So no, uh, whether it's Medicaid, Medicare or commercial payers um, uh, that we're dealing with, uh, feel like, uh, you know, we, our model applies to pretty much uh, everyone.
1: I understand that Babylon is working with health plans and physicians' practices. But what about health systems? I saw the company struck a partnership with Mount Sinai's clinically integrated network of physicians in May 2020 to offer virtual care to many New Yorkers. What other kinds of ways are you working with health systems?
0: Now, related to health systems, uh, as you know, we're selling not just our B360 offering, which is our value-based care offering. We're also selling our technology. We're basically saying, look, we're not going to be alone to that we're on our mission. If a health system with a health plan wants to use our technology to do what we're doing, we're very open to do that. And if a health plan is basically saying, look, we're not interested in delivering value-based care, but we want to use your uh, digital-first self-care tools, which is really our AI, So that we can benefit from it, we can better understand our consumers, we can draw personalized insights into our health systems, we're very open to do that. And this offer is called Babylon Cloud Services.
1: I have to ask about the AI chatbots. Some British doctors question the accuracy of the chatbots, alleging that 10 to 15 percent of the recommendations were wrong. And as Babylon is quickly expanding in the U.S. and plans to go public, I want to understand how is the company addressing these accuracy concerns?
0: Yes, I can tell you that our our engineers and with plenty of them are working on accuracy and we're progressing every day on being very, very accurate. And again, back to what I've been saying, which is like our commitment to safety and privacy is paramount. And we're never, never publishing new model until we've tested them. So, you know, you could argue that some of the things that you'd heard at the beginning is normal for a startup. uh, But I think these days, uh, given the star ratings we're getting, given uh, the diagnosis we're getting, given the savings we're getting through the system, uh, we're doing pretty well, and we haven't heard for a while now about uh, any complaint.
1: That was Paul Henry Ferrand, Chief Business Officer of Babylon Health. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on gisthealthcare.com. Gist Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Gist Healthcare.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.